This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Have you ever made a bad first impression? I know I have. Sometimes I wish I could go back to childhood and ask for a do-over. Today, I want to explain the steps that you can take to turn around a bad first impression. In fact, recently, I lost a potential new client. I wasn't able to make a strong connection. It was a young man he was calling for executive coaching, and the conversation was very awkward, and as soon as I hung up the phone, I knew that I had made a bad first impression. At first, I was upset with myself. I thought I should have been better prepared for our conversation. So at that point, after the bad impression, I had to make a decision. Was I going to fix the bad impression? And if so, what steps would I need to take? Before I get to the tips, I want to thank our sponsor, Betterment. Betterment is a smarter, automated investing service helping people to manage, protect, and grow their wealth through leading technology. The service offers a globally diversified portfolio of ETFs designed to help provide you with the best possible expected returns for retirement planning, building wealth, and other savings goals. Betterment is a CNBC Disruptor 50 and Webby Award winner and has been featured in the New York Times, Forbes, and the Wall Street Journal. Betterment helps people to achieve a smarter financial future with minimal effort and for a fraction of the cost of traditional financial services. Learn more at quickanddirtytips.com forward slash offers. That's quickanddirtytips.com forward slash offers. Unfortunately, I can remember more than one occasion where I've made a bad first impression. One time in particular stands out, I was negotiating for a job, and it was a particularly tough negotiation. The person I negotiated with told me on the day that I left the company, and that was the day that I left the company, that he, quote, never liked me. And he said that he made my work life difficult any chance that he could. He told me that day, that very last day, that he had wanted me to pay for my actions. It was crazy that I only realized on that very last day of work that it was my initial first impression that caused long-term career damage. Now, many, many, many years later, I know what went wrong. I'd asked my brother for negotiating advice, and I followed his suggestions pretty closely. That is, he told me what to say and what to do, and I just did that. Big mistake, of course. In academic terms, I displayed too many agentic behaviors and not enough communal behavior. In other words, I was too dominant and not warm enough. And from a first impression standpoint, that is the kiss of death. And even for men, and although men have much more leeway in terms of the range of acceptable behaviors, still, the too much agentic behavior and not enough communal behavior is a big problem, particularly when you're making a request. So let's take a minute to talk about first impressions. When we first meet someone, we very quickly and unconsciously, by the way, create a first impression. In fact, in 2006, two researchers, Janine Willis and Alexander Todorov, they demonstrated that it only takes one-tenth of a second to form an impression. That's an impression of attractiveness, trustworthiness, competence, and aggressiveness. And in addition, according to their research, more time doesn't make a difference. The one-tenth of a second impression just comes further cemented over the course of the first impression, the second impression, and beyond. So the question is, what do you do when you make a bad impression? Is it fixable? And if so, how? 
The good news is that, yes, in fact, a bad impression can be turned around. And I'm sure you know intuitively that to correct a bad first impression, you need to get at least a second chance to have that positive interaction. In fact, I found several online references but was unable to find the actual research article referenced a Harvard study that suggested that we need eight subsequent positive encounters to change a person's negative opinion of us. Again, intuitively, you know from your own experience that first impressions are just that, first impressions. So the first step to fixing a bad impression is getting more face time. You need to share your authentic self in a positive manner. So you might consider explaining why you're not your usual self. And if necessary, you may even need to apologize for your poor performance and possibly ask for that second chance, especially if it was a one and only opportunity like an interview or a sales presentation. One technique that you can use to increase your chance of a second chance is to try altercasting. Altercasting is just a tactic for persuading and negotiating with people that makes use of people's natural tendencies to want to live up to other people's expectations. For example, in this case, you might want to compliment or remind the person about their fairness and open-mindedness so that they want to live up to that assessment and give you the second chance. So if neither of those two options make sense for you, your response could be as subtle as offering to do a small favor. When you do a favor, it demonstrates humility and gratitude. Another option is to ask for a person's advice. That conveys respect and deference and also encourages cooperation. In fact, Dr. Robert Cialdini, who is the world's leading expert on influence, suggests that asking for advice is one of the quickest ways to make a connection with someone. Sometimes when we make a bad impression, it's because we're nervous or because we took someone's advice. The anxiety or that advice encouraged us to choose behaviors that led to the bad impression. But with repeated interactions, you'll become more comfortable and be able to relax and be your natural, authentic self. And that's the key for them to see your natural, authentic self. Because if your behavior, your initial behavior wasn't typical for you, the other person will eventually understand that that initial impression isn't consistent with their current evaluation. So the key is to have these extended, close interactions that demonstrate your consistent and persistent positive behaviors. So you may be wondering, well, which positive behaviors? I mentioned before at the beginning, you need to project both warmth and competence. And that means smiling when appropriate, making appropriate eye contact, listening intently, having good posture. It also means being a person of your word. You need to be modest and inclusive and make it clear that you want to help others achieve mutual goals. It also means communicating your expertise and experience in a clear, confident, and compelling manner. So the next time things don't go as well as planned, keep in mind you can still turn things around. So you may be wondering, did I attempt to win back that young male prospect? Well, the answer is no. For me, executive coaching is something that requires not only expertise, but also a personal fit. And there's a lesson in that too. Sometimes a bad first impression really isn't bad at all. It's simply not a fit and you just need to move on. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you lead and influence. If you'd like to learn more about compelling communication, I invite you to read my best-selling book, Smart Talk, and Ace Your Interview. And listen to my other podcast, also with the name Smart Talk. As always, your success is my business. Hey, if I've left a 
good first impression or hopefully lasting impression, I'd love it if you took time to go on over to iTunes. Even if you don't use iTunes to listen, just take a minute to pop on into iTunes, hit the reviews, and leave a review for the Public Speaker Podcast. It helps us to reach many more people. And besides, it also makes me feel good, too. Thanks so much. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>